0: 48K
1: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. The Legislative Council is suspended for the summer after protesters smashed their way inside. The police chief defends officers' tactics after being accused of deliberately allowing the demonstrators to wreak havoc. And the chaotic situation sees Carrie Lam meet the press for the first time in two weeks. The President of the Legislative Council says meetings scheduled for the next two weeks will be cancelled because of the extensive damage caused by protesters who stormed the LegCo complex yesterday. The decision means there will be no more meetings before the Council's summer recess. Andrew Leung said the power supply and fire safety systems have been damaged and can't be repaired quickly. He condemned the protesters' actions.
2: As the Chairman of the Electrical Commission... I'm concerned about the working environment and safety of the colleagues of the Secretariat. I believe many Hong Kong people will share the same feeling with me, that we are saddened by what happened last night. For the best interests of Hong Kong, I hope that all of us could find the way forward rationally.
1: Mr Leung explained why the chamber would remain out of action for so long.
2: Right now, LegCo is a big crime scene. And I think you know uh, the police have to gather enough evidence so that they can enforce the law. Uh, the rooms may not be damaged, but our security system, our fire services, our lifts, and also our backup, you know, our system, you know, the voting, uh, the forum bells, uh, the voting bells need to be tested uh, before we can resume
1: any meeting. Meanwhile, the Executive Council is holding its weekly meeting at a Government House as Government headquarters remain closed. A brief statement from the Secretariat of Exco indicated there would be no usual press briefing beforehand. Police have put up barricades around the LegCo complex while the clean-up process begins. Richard Pine reports.
0: The Government complex and the Legislative Council still bear the scars of what happened yesterday evening. Piles of umbrellas and makeshift barricades are heaped up at entrances. Glass at Ledgeco is smashed and cracked and police are patrolling around the outside. Cleanup crews are only just starting to clear up around the building as office workers and passersby stop to take photos of the aftermath of an unprecedented night
1: of protests. These people were walking past the Ledgeco complex this morning and gave their reaction to last night's ransacking.
2: They are fighting for something that the others, like us, are not willing to do. To meet their heroes. No matter what, I will always stay by their side. I hope Carrie Lam would do something. I think they're so brave. They are still in the college, or maybe even high school, but they already can think of the ways to draw attention. And actually, they are not doing very violent things, to be honest. They break inside, they break the grass, but all the historical things inside, they didn't break it. Even they put money it's into the like vending machine or something, right? You can see actually, they have their own thoughts. They know what they're doing. They've done everything. I mean, we've done everything with every single possible way we could think of to express their government. So I would see that more of like a breakdown of frustration rather than just a simple act of violence. But I think it's the people with the power, with the decision making power. They have the power and they should have the wisdom to know how to control the crowd and the anger. If they really do care for the people. If the people is really who they want to serve, then they would want to do everything in their best interests.
1: Labour Party lawmaker Fernando Che was in the Legislative chamber with the protesters. He accused police of luring the young activists into a trap.
3: The police could have dispersed the demonstrators much earlier when they were trying to storm the electrical building. They purposefully allowed the demonstrator to break into this building, to
2: vandalise it. And I think this is a trap in that they want this
3: type of scene to be seen by the public. By doing so, they would earn back some of the public support, which has been overwhelmingly siding with the demonstrators.
1: However, the police commissioner, Stephen Lowe, denied police lured protesters into a trap.
2: There were many protesters outside the electrical main entrance.
3: They are using
2: violent tactics to charge the inner door of Letgo. Due to the environment, that we are unable to use some of the force that we can use in open ground. And we found that there were some protesters tampering with the electricity box. And we found that some of the lights have gone out. And in fear of a total dark out, I'm afraid that there will be people stepping people or there will be wrong move on either side.
1: Lawmaker Kenneth Leung, who represents the accountancy sector, was unhappy with police arrangements at the Legislative Council.
2: It creates a lot of uh, inconvenience for legislators because as legislator, this is the building where we work, parliamentary sovereignty, It's a very basic issue in a democratic society. I do not think the police has made public what sort of arrangement they have put within the building uh, for today. At least they should let all the legislators know what they are allowed to do and what they are not allowed to do, and to give us a schedule when the uh, complex will be reopened
1: again. Police regained control of the LegCo building after midnight after firing tear gas on the protesters. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, held an unprecedented press conference at four this morning, her first meeting with the media in two weeks.
2: The extreme use of violence and vandalism by protesters who stormed into the Legislative Council building. So this is something that we should seriously condemn because nothing is more important than the rule of law in Hong Kong. So I hope community at large will agree with us that with these violent acts that we have seen, it is right for us to condemn it and hope society will return to normal as soon as possible.
1: Mrs Lamb said it was untrue that the government hadn't responded to protesters' demands because the extradition bill that sparked the protests in early June wouldn't be revived. She also said declaring an amnesty for protesters wouldn't be in accordance with the rule of law. Pro-democracy lawmakers have criticised the government's continuing to refusal to answer the demands of the protesters, however, saying that has driven youngsters to desperation. They said the chief executive's condemnation of the protesters is only an attempt to divert attention away from her mistakes regarding the extradition saga. Claudia Mo is the convener of the pro-democracy camp. We
0: don't condone violence, but we hope everyone, not just in Hong Kong, but in the whole wide world, will try to understand the Hong Kong young, the desperation exhibited behind the so-called violent acts. They need to understand Hong Kong. Carrie Lam's trying to turn the tables and try to shift public opinion, uh, focusing on our young offenders that uh, they are to blame. But instead of trying to solve the problems being raised, they are trying to solve the problem raises and that's a, a very commonist tactic
1: the us state department has urged all sides in hong kong to avoid violence a department spokesman said hong kong's success was based on the rule of law and its respect for fundamental freedoms including the freedom of expression and assembly In overseas news, scientists in Australia have used artificial intelligence to help develop a new powerful vaccine against flu. The team at Flinders University in Adelaide believe it's the first time a computer has used its own memory to design a new drug for use on humans. From Sydney, here's the BBC's Phil Mercer.
3: The computer's name is Sam and Australian researchers say its new flu drug is a turbocharged version of existing treatments. It was fed information on vaccines that work as well as those that don't, and left to its own devices, without any help from scientists at Flinders University. They say it's the start of a new era in artificial intelligence research. A clinical trial will soon begin in the United States, which has funded the influenza study.
1: The White House says the United States will continue its policy of maximum pressure on Iran after Tehran said it had exceeded the limit on its stockpile of enriched uranium agreed under a 2015 international nuclear deal. Washington said it had been a mistake to allow Iran to enrich uranium at any level. But the United Nations said Iran must stick to its commitments. The UN spokesman, Stefan de said the UN Secretary-General was concerned over
3: the breach. He encourages the Islamic Republic of Iran to continue implementing all its nuclear-related commitments as the participants continue to seek ways
2: to overcome the considerable challenges the country faces.
1: Iran has been trying to force the European signatories of the deal to reduce the effect of new sanctions imposed by Washington. Researchers have released genetically modified mosquitoes into a town in Burkina Faso in the hope they can learn more about how to control malaria. The infectious disease killed more than 4,000 people in the African country last year. Here's the BBC's Louise Duast.
0: Burkina Faso's Research Institute of Health Sciences has released male genetically modified mosquitoes in the southwestern town of Bana. Critics have raised concerns about the risks involved and questioned the validity of the project, saying it is not expected to deliver any benefits for malaria control Target Malaria, a research consortium, says the release itself is not intended to reduce the incidence of malaria, but says it will enable them to collect important data to inform their research.
1: More than a thousand people have been evacuated from villages in northeastern Germany as three wildfires have come together into a huge blaze. More than 400 firefighters have been deployed at a military training site where the fires are burning, and there are fears that munitions stored there could explode. Here's the BBC's Damien McGuinness from Berlin.
3: The fire started almost a week ago, and at first it seemed that the authorities had the situation under control. But things have now got worse again, partly because of wind. Police say they suspect three separate fires were started deliberately, but so far haven't given any details about who might be responsible and why. The smaller fires have now come together in one huge blaze, covering an area the size of hundreds of football pitchers.
1: And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 28,933, 392 points up on the previous close. Turnover was $64 billion. And now, with the latest sports news, here's Adam Jones. We start
0: with tennis. The first day of Wimbledon was full of drama and upsets. The 15-year-old American Corey Goff defeated the five-times champion Venus Williams. Golf is the youngest player to qualify for the main draw in the open era. There was also defeat for the World number 2 Naomi Osaka. Here’s a recap from the BBC’s Chris Dennis.
3: Age, they say, is just a number. Corey Goff, at 15 years and 122 days, proved that with a stunning victory over Williams, 24 years her senior. Goff was mentally fearless, physically ferocious, and the teenager who had posters of Williams on her bedroom has matched her entire career earnings with this one single victory. Williams wasn't the only casualty on the opening day. Naomi Osaka, until a few weeks ago, the world number one, was beaten by the Kazakh Yulia Putintseva on centre court. The Japanese player was so upset, she left her press conference on the verge of tears. An hour later, on the refurbished number one court, six-seed Alexander Zverev was dumped out by Yuri Vesely. And then over on court two, the young Greek, Stefanos Tsitsipas, a serious contender for the title this year, followed him. Beaten by the Italian Thomas Fabiano. At least Novak Djokovic made a winning start to the defense of his title. He overcame Philip Kohlschreiber in straight sets.
0: Inspired to take up the sport by the Williams sisters, Corey Goff didn't appear to be overawed at facing her idol.
2: I definitely had to tell myself to stay calm. I've never played on a court so big, but I had to remind myself that the lines on the court are the same, the court's the same size. Everything around it might be bigger, but the lines are the same. And I just, after every point, I was just telling myself to stay calm. They say you should never meet your heroes. You have done now. First of all, what did she say to you as you walked off the court? And how important also has it been for you to have a role model like Venus, like Serena, to watch as you've grown into your career as well? Um, She just told me that uh, congratulations and to keep going and good luck. Um, After a match, I told her that just thank you for everything she did. um, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Um, Like, I I always wanted to tell her that. And even though I met her before, I guess now I had the guts to.
0: (laughs) To the NBA and the latest in the free agent market, the Golden State Warriors have secured the long-term services of their Splash Brothers backcourt of Klay Thompson and Steph Curry after Thompson announced his decision to stay. The five-time All-Star is set to sign for $190 U.S. dollars over five years. It follows the departure of Kevin Durant, who decided to leave for the Brooklyn Nets. Elsewhere, the Miami Heat are working on a deal to acquire All-Star Jimmy Butler from the Philadelphia 76ers. And there's still plenty of doubt about Kawhi Leonard's next stop. Leonard led Toronto to their first NBA title last month. The finals MVP is expected to meet with Raptors management tomorrow. The two LA teams,
1: the Lakers and the Clippers, are also in the running. And that's your look at sports. Now to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. The Legislative Council is suspended for the summer after protesters smash their way inside. The police chief defends officers' tactics after being accused of deliberately allowing the demonstrators to wreak havoc. And the chaotic situation sees Carrie Lam meet the press for the first time in two weeks. The news from RTHK.
0: 24 hours a day. This is RTHK. You're feeling good, you're feeling right across the floor I know what you're thinking when the bass starts ringing, can you tell me when you're stoked to start? Are you ready for tonight, setting it on fire, and we'll dance until we're dumb in the
3: dark? My lady, I know what you're thinking when the bass starts ringing, can you tell me when you're stoked to start?